you can be successful and still fear judgment. I don't think the ultimate goal is to be the type of person who doesn't fear judgment at all, because I don't know that that really exists. I used to say, I don't care what people think, but I do care about what people I care about think. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to be, sorry, how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your <laughs> How wealth. to be next level. I, for some reason, I looked at you when you were drinking, and I just said B. I don't know why. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,227, The Downsides and Upsides of Discipline. Today, for episode number 1,228, what we get confused about judgment. I went to, so Taryn and I and two of our friends, Tony and Jess, shout out to Tony and Jess, we went to a concert this past weekend. It was a band called Almost Queen, and it was a Queen tribute band. And my God, were they rocking. They it were was, a rocking. They were a rocking. I mean, to the point where we walked in, I was like, I am going to have the worst headache after this. And I'm still like a little ill, not COVID ill, but I just wasn't feeling great. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. But when we got there, and this is like Kevin anxiety in a nutshell, dinner went longer than expected. Show starts at eight. We roll in about 825. Mm -mm, hate it. Not a fan. Hate that. It's pitch black inside. I mean, yeah, they have lights on the stage, but there's no lights in the aisles. We don't know where the hell we're sitting. We can't hear each other because the music is so loud. You literally cannot hear the person next to you. And we're trying to find our seats. So Taryn had the tickets and we're just like walking around. We're in front of people blocking their views. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my effing nightmare. This is my <laughs> nightmare. So some, we find a lady and she's like, hey, these are where your seats are. There's people sitting in our seats. And I'm like, oh no, what's happening here? This is absolute mayhem. So I was like, hey, what? do you know what seats you have? And they're like, yeah, we're actually, somebody's sitting in our seats. And I was like, well, you're sitting in our seats. And they're like, oh man. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm sorry. Like, I feel terrible right now. So we sat down, all four of us, there's four of us. They literally just stood up and, and stood on the stairs and watched the show for a little bit. And I think they went and talked to somebody and found their seats. I was so terrified that they were going to hate me the people that I just get up and ask to move. And every everybody around us was going to be like, oh my goodness, what a dingle nut that guy is. Like he made those people get up like 25 minutes into the show and they had to move. The, the reason I tell that story is this. I was on a podcast the other day and somebody said, we were talking about judgment. And I was like, I think it is such a broken concept for people to give advice to other humans that's like, just don't worry about what people think. Just don't care what people think. Don't, don't worry about judgment. It doesn't matter. Like, don't worry about failure. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about embarrassing yourself. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about being broke. It doesn't matter. I think the ultimate goal, and this is work for me, and again, I can only talk about what's worked for me and people I, I have helped, but understanding that you can have a life as a dream chaser while being in harmony with the fear of judgment. 
you can be successful and still fear judgment. I don't think the ultimate goal is to be the type of person who doesn't fear judgment at all, because I don't know that that really exists. I think many of the people who don't quote unquote fear judgment just have an ego towards people when they get judged. And I don't, I don't think that's sustainable. So the reason I tell that story is because I was feeling, I, well, I wasn't necessarily feeling judged. I was afraid of judgment. I was afraid what the people behind me were thinking. I was afraid of what the people I got up that got up and moved from our seat were thinking. I was terrified of that. I was afraid of what everybody was thinking when I was walking in front of them trying to find my seat. But I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think I want to get rid of that completely. Do I want to grow and evolve so I'm not afraid of judgment at the same level or in the same places or in the same way or I don't I don't allow it to stop me in the same way? Absolutely. But if you're out there and you hear people saying, well, just don't care about judgment or don't care about failure, and that doesn't resonate with you, it does not mean you can't be successful. And maybe it means that that's not the ultimate goal that you should shoot for. Kev, I, I think that the people who say that, and in the past, I remember saying that. I remember saying something along the lines of, I don't care what people think. The truth is, I used to say this verbatim as a, in my early 20s. I used to say, I don't care what people think, but I do care about what people I care about think. And so at least I had that much self-awareness. But now as a 34-year-old man who's really understood vulnerability at a deeper level now and ego in general and, and these protectors and internal family systems and all the different modalities for therapy, I don't pretend that I know them all, but I, I'm starting to really get it. And through coaching, that's been a, a real thing of like, oh, that's your protector. Okay. So when we say ego, what we really mean is like picture the shield that you put up. It's a protector. It's like it's a part of you that doesn't care about what people think. That's what those people are saying. Mm. I don't care what people think. What they're saying is this part of me doesn't care what people think. Yeah. And usually it's people who struggle with vulnerability. Because if they were vulnerable and put down the shield and listen to their heart, they would go, oh, yeah, no, that definitely hurts. Do you think, so we got, somebody reached out to us from the speech that we did in Wisconsin. So for those maybe new listeners, we did three, so we did a speech in Wisconsin, but it was three speeches to the student body, totaling like 1,150 students. And then it was a staff training that didn't go so hot in front of whatever, 70 or 80 (laughs) of the staff. Again, nothing against the staff. Alan and I just wasn't great. It wasn't great. But one of the things that we said at the beginning of each of the speeches, well, luckily I didn't care what people think. Well, we probably, (laughs) we probably should have said this at the beginning of the staff training. We said this in front of all the students. We said, Hey, First of all, we both care tremendously about what each of you think. I am terrified of, I am sure some of you are judging me in a good way right now. I'm sure some of you are like, look, who are these two goons and why aren't we in class? I completely understand and I'm afraid of it. I really, really am. Somebody reached out from the school and said, hey, here's an article about a student who saw you both speak, who was inspired by you. And she told her story about how she has alopecia on stage. I wonder if we got up there and pretended that we were hot stuff and we didn't care about what people thought. I wonder if that would have been, and I'm not saying it was just us, but I wonder if that would still be her same experience where she probably thought to herself, wow, they're afraid of judgment. And they're just like calling it out. These two, you know, bodybuilders who are quote unquote successful and whatever, confident, they are still afraid of judgment. I wonder if that didn't inspire her or at least at least give some sort of perspective. Again, 
not saying we did it all and you know it was us that created that but in some way she said there were podcasters here who told their story and that made me feel safe to tell mine so it's that in some way shape or form definitely and i think what's interesting and and i'll I'll share this part of the story as well we had eighth so seventh and eighth graders then we had ninth and tenth graders then we had eleventh and twelfth graders and then we had the staff training and i i will say this confidently with a few exceptions, but generally speaking, whenever you get off stage, you kind of know, like intuitively, ah, did that land? Did it not? And it can be challenging. But at the end of the day, the very first one with the seventh and eighth graders, I knew was very well received. I felt like very strongly, like that we did a really good job and that it was really well received. The second one, I I went in the back room with Kev. I was like, dude, I don't know, man, that wasn't the same. Like our performance was better, yet it was received worse. What's going on here? The third one, even better performance, I thought, in terms of our actual effective communication, but it was received even worse. And I think it's this protector thing. I really do. And I think that you're either humble and vulnerable, and you put down the shield and actually admit that you are hurt or that you have feelings and that your feelings are hurt, which is hard. It's really difficult because when you're getting attacked, you got to put the shield up. You got to put the ego up of, "Ah, I don't care. Oh, screw that person, right? It's easier to say that than to go, honestly, this is really difficult. Um, And I want to share this with everyone as well. I planned on this when Kevin told me which episode we were doing today. So I don't know how often you think about this, Kev, but it's important that I share this vulnerably because anyone who puts themselves out there probably gets this, this thing. Mm. So when I'm doing really well and when I have high self-esteem and when I'm killing it and when life is good, and I listen to an NLU episode, a lot of times I feel like, okay, strong work, good, awesome. Like every now and then when I'm down and I'm having a hard time and I'm in my feels, in my emotions, sometimes I'm looking from the frame of, oh, interesting. Like I can see why people would think that was ego. Mm. Because when you're down, it's very difficult to, to perform without ego. And I hope that this lands, I know this wasn't the point of the episode, but we'll bring it back. When you're down and out and you're really in your emotions, there was someone, uh, I'll keep it anonymous, there was someone in our community that essentially said they don't like me and that they stopped listening to the show because of me. And I'm sure that happens actually probably pretty often, but usually I don't hear about it. (laughs) Um, So this time I heard about it, which made me really sad because it's like, damn, I think this episode, this podcast really important. So that made me really sad. And I was really down that day. I was in my emotions and like, what does this mean? What does this mean about me? I thought I was doing great work. And so I remember telling someone later that night who I had a call with, I said, it's really hard for me to be a peak performer while also being in my deepest emotions. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be like, get up, get after it, consistent grind, it's almost like you have to have a little bit of armor on. When you, before you go to battle, you, you put on armor, right? Yeah. If you were super vulnerable and weak and, and in your emotions, you would die on the battlefield. Sorry, I'm smiling. The cats yeah. are trying to tear down the door. It's no not, worries. Not that's, the they, they sense vulnerability. They sense something. But that's what I think is the analogy here of, I think everyone cares what people think if they're honest with themselves and if they put down the armor. Mm-hmm. And that goes for me too, because I used to be one of the people who was saying, I don't care what people think. When in reality, I do care what people think, but I don't want to let it control me. So I've put up the shield so that I can still be effective. 
And you know as well as I do, Kev, when you have a down day and you're really in your emotions, it's very hard to like come and perform. And I don't mean perform in the sense of being authentic. I mean like get up and get after it. Yeah. You know, sometimes I just want to eat and like nap because I'm so vulnerable and in my emotions. And so I think a lot of people, what they're really doing is I need to show up today at work. So I'm going to armor up and pretend I don't care what anyone thinks about it. When in reality, I'm just trying to get through the day. And so I think there's a correlation between ego and deep unfulfillment, not only in myself, but in everybody. And I think there's something in here for everybody. My goal last time I got really hurt by this notion of this listener that didn't want to listen because they like Kevin and not me. My old self would have armored up and gotten after it more. And what I tried to do was sit in the emotions and weather the storm of the emotions and still try to perform, but not, not perform more just kind of like we did a team huddle where the whole team was there. And I was just very much like, listen, if my energy's off, I, I don't want to just put on a show right now. I'm not, I'm having a hard time and I'm still going to show up for us, but I'm not going to show up in the way you're used to, which is good sleep and feeling good about me and confident, you know, and, and so I think that gave permission for other people to be imperfect as well. I think we armor up because we think we're supposed to be perfect. When in reality, if you're vulnerable, you realize you do care what people think and you're not perfect. But I think there's there's transformation that happens there. And I'm going through that as well. So hopefully that lands for somebody. Hello, my name is Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and I'm host of the Business of Happiness podcast. When I met Kevin and Alan two years ago, I had no idea of how much impact they would have not only on the success for my business, but also on my life. They've given me enormous perspective and true strategies, true tactics to take in my everyday business plan and in my life plan to make an even greater success. Kevin and Alan, thank you so much. I couldn't even begin to express my gratitude for all you've done for me. And if you're looking for similar mentorship, I highly recommend these incredible experts at the Next Level University. I remember this is such a weird story. It's like such a, where the hell did this come from? I don't, I have no idea. I remember in, oh man, middle school. I don't remember how old I was, but I was dating one of the, I was dating a popular girl, Amy. I was dating a popular girl. Her name's Amy in our in our school. And I know which Amy I, course, he's referring to. Of course. And I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was coming back from, I was going from one class to another. And my buddy was outside of the room. And he's like, dude, Amy wants to break up with you. And I was like devastated. I was like, oh my goodness. But I literally was like, dude, I don't care. And I just ran by, I just ran by. <laughs> just a total panic move. I was so wait, sad. Wait, wait. wait you, say yeah. again? You were just like, I don't care. Yeah. I literally was like, oh, dude, I don't care. I'm not worried about it. And I just like ran to my next class. I think I was like coming from gym or something. But I was dev not devastated. I mean, this is middle school. It's, nothing really matters that much. <laughs> but I was super sad. I just didn't want to stand there and talk about it. But it's all relative. Of course, that's devastating. Well, it was devastating. Then. That was she your was whole one of the world. Most, she's one of the most, most popular sweetest, girls in the grade. She's a sweetheart. She's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. And if you, I, if I you, also dated Amy as well. Of course. Oh, well, you were popular <laughs> as well. 
Well, thank you, brother. Maybe that's why she <laughs> not left in high school. Me, not bastard. in high school. Middle school. <laughs> What'd you say? Because maybe Middle that's why school, she le- maybe that's why she left me. You were that also could in the bowl, be possible in the bowl cut. Crew. That bowl cut. You know it. I, I, I just want to make it clear to all of our listeners: this is not the Amy that we work with. This is an Amy either, back in high either school. Either of the Amys. Yeah, have, neither of the Amys on with, the team. With two amazing Amys. Yeah, this yes, is somebody. If if you went to Uxbridge High, you know who we're talking about. Or Uxbridge, <laughs> you probably know who we're talking about. I'm not going to say a last name, but. That's another example of I literally cared. I just didn't want anybody to know I cared. Yeah. Well, what I is that? I it's I just think it's lack of vulnerability. Same. I think it's lack of vulnerability. And this is the other thing too, and this is interesting. I and this is a layer deeper, I'm willing to bet that there are places that I don't care as much if I get judgment. And this is all I mean by that. Some people I went on a podcast recently. I, no, not recently. I'm starting to turn into you where it was like a year ago. And I'm like, yeah, the, just the other day, I did something. <laughs> when Alan and I were in Milwaukee, I did this podcast. And I was super excited to do this podcast. I canceled almost everything else because I knew it's very hard with travel. But I told this guy, I was like, I want to do the podcast. I'm going to make sure I show up. My, I had to go get a new charger. I paid 100 bucks for a charger because we were on the oh, road. Yeah. And I was like, was I have to do it. Yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. The thing almost didn't work. It almost didn't work. And it was just a fun episode, funny, just a good human being with just great That was the one with all the music, right? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard so, it. I was upstairs in the Airbnb and I was like, he looks like he's having a blast. I was having I'm a over blast. here working. I was <laughs> having a blast. We got to the end and he was like, so you rap, huh? And I was like, yeah, occasionally. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of rap music and I, I like writing and recording. He's like, what do you want? You want to do one right now? And I was like, oh no. I was like, you're going to put me on the spot? He's like, you don't have to do it if you don't want. And I, this is my thought process. And again, I don't mean any ego with this. The odds of somebody listening to this and then judging me and then reaching out and them actually being better than me are very slim. Because if you're better than me, you're working on your craft and you're not listening to this podcast and reaching out and crapping on Kev for rapping. <laughs> when it comes to rapping, I feel very confident where I might not fear judgment as much because I don't think I'm going to get that much. Because who's going to, I mean, the people who are going to judge me are probably people who don't rap. That's an interesting thing. Like if you're a podcaster and you judge me, that hurts worse than somebody who's not a podcaster in a way. If you're a member of the community, it's the worst. That that hurts me the most because this is- That's another episode, but I'm curious as to those layers because- and those are all deeper, and we'll, maybe yeah. we'll do let different me, episodes. Let me make a note we'll of talk it. about it. Yeah, because I think dive. in some ways too, some people are kind of afraid to be judged for being better than. Well, that's I mean, again, that ain't where I come from. You know what I you mean? You know what? One of the things that I'm afraid of, if I'm honest with myself, I'm afraid to be seen as arrogant when I know that I'm not. Mm. Like I'm afraid to be seen as. Oh, he thinks he knows everything. When in reality, what if I just know a lot about that? That's fair. And and it's very hard to know. The perception of other people is very rarely accurate. Honestly. It's like, and, and same as for me. I'm sure that I'm off with certain people. One thing taken out of context, and this is what I really want to share. I know we got to go. We have 1,228 as of this episode podcasts of different versions of Kevin and myself on the internet for anyone, anytime. So mm-hmm. that's 1,228 
versions of us, assuming we grow and evolve every day. I'm not the same at 34 as I was at 33. When we started at 27 or whatever, 28, I'm way different back then. The 28-year-old version of Alan is out there for everyone to judge. Like, does that ever get to you? Because that, that, I think about that regularly. Yeah, yeah. That, I want everyone to know it's hard to sit with that. It's hard yeah. to know that, you know? It's kind of like, think of an actor who did terrible movie once. Like, I always think of The Rock with Scorpion King. Like, terrible movie. It's just out there for everyone to judge. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I have, I mean, it's very hard for me to listen to old episodes because I can sense an ego from me. There's a, there's a protector there. I don't know if anybody else can recognize it. I don't know. Uh, but I know when I, I can tell in my voice, I can hear in my voice. Like I know when I cross the threshold of, I know I'm just going to be me. You had that at the beginning of Evan. At the beginning. At the beginning. The, so we did three, uh, I'm not providing enough context. I apologize. We, we all, we, Kevin and myself were on Evan Carmichael's YouTube. We mm. interviewed him for three different YouTube episodes for lack of better phrasing. Yeah. And at the very beginning, no notes, you were outside your comfort zone. So sure. you, you kind of egoed up a little bit. You didn't mean to, it was like, but you didn't really ego up in an arrogant way. It was more of like, a, I'm scared and I have nerve and I'm nervous, but I kind of mm. don't want anyone to know that. But I, that, I wonder fair. if anyone else could tell. I could tell because I'm with you. Yeah. And, you and knew I, I had that nervous. in group coaching for sure. Yeah. You know, you can tell that I'm nervous. I'm trying to own it more now. Like, I didn't. Right now, that's I'm the interesting that nervous, thing. But... I didn't want to own it with Evan. I didn't want to be like I'm nervous because I don't. I don't know. But I don't. That's another le- episode. Yeah. We should do an episode I, on whatever that is. I because have I I'm more nervous on group coaching than I was with Evan. Definitely. Yeah. See, I feel like people judge. I don't know. I'm not really worried about being judged for group coaching. Because it's we almost like I'm just. Why. I'm being more of myself. I and, think with Evan, I'm being more myself. Right. That's what I think is the right. Yeah, well, well, I wrote it down. We'll do a deeper dive into judgment, and we'll probably, knowing us, we'll have to listen to a little bit of this episode to remember what it was about. Let me and just what's write ironic down about this is that if you want to grow, you got to go where it's challenging to be yourself. Yeah, you got to you got to experience some judgment. Yeah, because you got to see how you react. That's the thing is, like, if you don't, if you're not afraid of judgment, you don't really necessarily understand the reaction you have. You know, like trauma response. Yeah, yeah. We'll go deeper into it because we could literally take a we could take yeah. an entire episode on this. But yeah. I'm I'm very glad we did this. Genuinely, Same. this was this was a really good episode. Next level nation. One of the things, and this goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. One of the places people fear the most judgment is social media. Whether you're posting something about your life, about your business, your new business, your new venture, a new relationship, we're all afraid of judgment in some way, shape, or form, if you want a judgment-free zone, a judgment-free place, a community where you can be yourself, please join our private Facebook group. Everybody is super positive. We make sure of that. There are positive posts every single day, and I promise you are safe. If anything happens, I promise you will be made safe, and anybody who makes you feel unsafe will be taken out of the group. So that is why we created it, to be inclusive, to be safe. That's what we're all about. To be respected, to be supported. And at the end of the day, if people in that group don't agree with you, that's okay. But they will be respectful or they won't be there. And I think that's what we all really want is even if we're going to disagree on something, at least we can be respectful and honor one another. Um, no one's going to bully you. That's really what it is. It's a bully-free community. Um, I don't know why I just got emotional about that. But that's that's what it is. It's a bully-free community. And as someone who dealt with bullying um, 
it's important. It's important. Also, speaking of bully-free communities, Next Level Live, Kevin was talking about a concert earlier. This is kind of this podcast is kind of like listening to the song on Spotify. Next Level Live 2023 will be like going to the concert and uh we hope to see you there. There's a photo booth. It's going to be an experience. We're going to make sure that you leave with a workbook, specific tools to set up 2023 for success. But more than anything, you're going to connect with like-minded people who have a similar common wound, who have a similar common core values, and who have a similar core aspiration of at least trying to get to whatever next level it is for them in their health or wealth or their love. Everyone in that room is going to be in that room to try to get to some unique flavor of the next level. And uh, it can be a really special thing. So if you go to the landing page, you'll see the photos. We did a silly photo at the front. It's it's an awesome time. Uh, we hope you join us. And it's only $97. So please join. And uh, we hope to see you there. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1,229. What do you do when you're dealing with burnout? Alan and I talked about this in depth today and we kind of redesign our lives a little bit so we will dive into that as always we love you we appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you and at nlu we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow please reach out thanks for joining us for another episode of next level university we love connecting with the next level family we mean it when we say family if you ever need anything please reach out to us directly everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.